Hello, this is Supriti from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 15th of March. India recorded 2,568 new COVID-19 cases and 27 linked deaths in the last 24 hours. The total COVID tally now stands at over 4 crores 29 lakh. Meanwhile, the death toll has crossed 5 lakh 15 thousand. The active COVID cases are 0.08% of the total infections and the recovery rate has improved to 98.72% as per the Health Ministry data. So far, India has administered over 180 crore COVID-19 vaccinations, of which over 19 lakh doses were given yesterday. China has recorded more than 5,200 new COVID-19 cases today. This is the highest daily count in the last two years. It is reportedly the stealth Omicron variant, more transmissible than the original Omicron strain, which has caused an unprecedented rise in cases. Several cities in China have gone into lockdown with strict restrictions. For the last two years, Beijing had kept the cases low through a strict zero-COVID strategy. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 452 million people, while claiming the lives of over 6 million. The Karnataka High Court today, while hearing petitions on the hijab row, stated that wearing of a hijab is not a part of essential religious practice in Islamic faith and therefore is not protected under Article 25, that is, freedom of conscience and free profession, practice and propagation of religion, of the Constitution, Live Law reported. The case was heard by a full bench of Chief Justice Rituraja Vasti and Justices Krishna S. Dikshit and J.M. Khazi, which further held that the requirement of uniform is a reasonable restriction on fundamental rights under Article 19.1, which is the right to freedom of expression. The court also stated that the Karnataka government order dated 5th February that observed a ban on hijab is valid and thereby does not violate Article 25 of the Constitution. Chief Justice Rituraja Vasti read the operative part of the judgment. It said, and I quote, No case is made out for the issuance of disciplinary proceedings against respondents, and writ of co-warranto is not maintainable. All writ petitions being devoid of merits are dismissed. End quote. The High Court had earlier passed an interim order that restrained students from wearing any religious clothes in classrooms, regardless of their faith. Protests had emerged in Karnataka after a group of students were denied entry with hijab on the campus of Government Pre-University College for Girls in Udupi. The petitioners had filed a case against the government order on the ban of hijab and the ordering of dress codes prescribed by the concerned college development committees as a violation of Article 25. Listeners, my colleague Prateek Goyal has reported on a social media network called Prashasak Samiti that spreads hate against minority communities and fake news. Our team first stumbled upon this samiti during our investigation of the Telegram group titled Hindu Ecosystem, led by BJP leader Kapil Mishra. You can read the report on our website newslaundry.com. It is titled The Murky World of Prashasak Samiti. Meet BJP and Aditya Nath's social media warriors. Listeners, the reason we are able to report on issues without any interference from the government or corporations is because we are a reader-funded independent news organization. We depend on you, the subscriber, to help us continue report on issues of public interest. If you aren't a subscriber already, head on to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscribe button on the top right-hand corner of the screen. Our lowest subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month.
At the parliamentary proceedings in Lok Sabha today, Defence Minister Rajnath Singh, in a statement on the inadvertent firing of a missile on 9th March that landed 124 kilometers in the territory of Pakistan, told the House that the country's missile system is very reliable and safe. The Indian Express reported. India had earlier acknowledged the technical dysfunction that led to the accidental firing. In Parliament, Rajnath Singh said, and I quote, The government has taken serious note of the incident. A formal high-level inquiry has been ordered. The inquiry would also determine the exact cause of the said accident. I would also like to state that a review of the standard operating procedures for operations, maintenance and inspections is being conducted in the wake of this incident. End quote. Meanwhile, Union Minister of State for Information and Broadcasting, L. Murugan, informed Lok Sabha today that all fresh and renewal applications of private channels are vetted by the Ministry of Home Affairs. He stated that if a channel's activities pose a threat to national security, the Ministry of Home Affairs does not give it security clearance, which can lead to an automatic cancellation of license given by the Ministry of Information and Broadcasting. He said, and I quote, If it is a matter of national security, there can't be any compromise. In some cases, the channel concerned does not come with the renewal application, while in other cases, we issue show-cause notice. And if the reply of that show-cause notice is found to be not satisfactory, then only we take action. End quote. On the other hand, a BJP parliamentary meet was held today after the assembly poll results where Prime Minister Narendra Modi spoke against dynasty politics. PTI reported. He said, and I quote, It's because of me that children of MPs don't get tickets in assembly polls, as we are against dynasty politics. Dynasty is dangerous for democracy. We have to fight against it. End quote. The Bombay High Court today refused to order the release of NCP leader Nawab Malik, who was arrested by the Enforcement Directorate for his alleged involvement in a money laundering case and land dealings with Dawood Ibrahim's sister, the Indian Express reported. The court on Nawab's interim application said, and I quote, As certain debatable issues are raised, they require to be heard at length. Considering the grounds assigned by us, we are not inclined to allow the prayers in the interim applications. Interim applications rejected. End quote. The division bench of Justices Prasanna B. Varale and Sriram M. Modak had earlier reserved its interim order in Malik's habeas corpus plea, which claimed that his arrest by the ED was illegal and thereby done with political vendetta. Senior advocate Amit Desai, who is representing Malik, had stated that the ED had not followed the due procedure under the Criminal Procedure Code, as possession of property does not imply that he was involved in money laundering, as it could have been done by someone else, with Malik then possessing it without knowing of the purchase being made out of the laundered money. Malik further informed the High Court that the ED had retrospectively charged him under the Prevention of Money Laundering Act, which did not exist at the time of the alleged transaction 22 years ago. To this, the ED, represented by Additional Solicitor General Anil Singh, stated that the offences under PMLA was an independent one, based on past judgments, and the supposed quashing of the current offence would still involve a probe in offences under PMLA. The Indian Express reported, The High Court bench said that it would require to hear arguments from both sides before passing a final order. Today, a series of explosions were reportedly heard in Kiev as talks between Russia and Ukraine continue. AFP reported as its journalists saw a column of smoke rising in the Podil district of Kiev. The photographs of smoke coming from a damaged block of flats in Kiev were also shared by the Ukrainian MP Lysia Vasilenko. 
She tweeted and I quote, Portal district of Kiev is a place to get coffee and enjoy life. Not anymore. Explosives just hit 30 minutes ago. End quote. These explosions came hours after the Ukrainian president Vladimir Zelensky issued a defiant video. In the video address, he said, and I quote, The Russian administration have already begun to understand that they will not achieve anything by war. End quote. Meanwhile, the European Union has imposed a fourth set of sanctions against Russia for its invasion of Ukraine. France, which holds the EU presidency, stated that the 27-nation bloc, in consultation with our international partners, has approved a fourth package of sanctions targeting individuals and entities involved in the aggression against Ukraine, as well as several sectors of the Russian economy, AP reported. The Deputy Prime Minister of Ukraine said that today they planned to open nine humanitarian corridors to evacuate civilians from besieged areas of Mariupol, where they will be provided with humanitarian supplies. As per the United Nations estimates, since the invasion, nearly 2.8 million people have fled Ukraine, mostly to Poland. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 